Working remotely can be a challenge, especially for teams that are new to it. How do you deal with your work environment being the same as home while staying connected and productive? And then there's your newest coworker, the cat. Well, your friends at Trello have been powering remote teams globally for almost a decade. At a time when teams must come together more than ever to solve big challenges, Trello's here to help. Trello, part of Atlassian's collaborative suite, is an app with an easy-to-understand visual format plus tons of features that make working with your team functional and just plain fun. Trello keeps everyone organized and on the same page, helping teams communicate, focus, and connect. Teams of all shapes and sizes at companies like Google, Fender, Costco, and likely your favorite neighborhood coffee shop all use Trello to collaborate and get work done. Try Trello for free and learn more at Trello.com. That's T-R-E-L-L-O.com. Trello.com. Welcome to the Bravo Clubhouse for the podcast edition of Watch What Happens Live with me, Andy Cohen. She showed off her voice as Fantine, and in Magic Mike, he showed it all except his peen. It's Watch What Happens Live with Anne Hathaway and Matthew McConaughey now. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Watch Your Heaven's Live. I am your host, Andy Cohen, in our Los Angeles Bravo Clubhouse on National Peanut Butter Day with two people whose talent will make you very jelly. My first guest is an Oscar-winning actress who is so amazing in everything. Even Miranda Priestly would be like, damn, she's good. Her performance in Serenity is bound to be no exception. Please welcome Anne Hathaway, everybody. Oscar-winning actor and Anne Serenity co-star who you loved in Dallas Buyers Club, Interstellar, and How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, which is on Bravo, I think, every other day, to name a few. It is his first time in the clubhouse. Give it up for Matthew McConaughey. How exciting. Great to see you. And it's so fun having you here together. Uh, The movie is so great. We're going to talk about that in a second. Over at the bar, he may have been the host of Real Country on USA, but tonight he's serving cocktails until we're all real blitz. Say hi to Graham Bunn. Hey, Graham. The crowd of Raleigh, North Carolina, right? That's right. Born and bred, North Carolina. Awesome. Let's get started. Um, Your questions for Anne Hathaway and Matthew McConaughey are coming in. But before we get to those, here's what three things I am obsessed with tonight. For as long as we've known her, Anne Hathaway has always been much too classy and professional to spill her private thoughts about her career. But here's what. That ends now as we read from the Anne Hathaway Diaries. I bribed Anne's assistant with tequila to hand over her precious diaries. I'm going to read some unfinished entries. And Anne, you just fill in the blanks. Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay, Dear Diary, when I first met Julie Andrews... I was worried I'd puke on her shoes. (laughs) Okay. Dear Diary, when I first met Matthew McConaughey, I thought he was... Going to puke on my shoes. (laughs) Dear Diary, the one beauty product I swear by is... I don't know. Come on. (laughs) One? One. One. Water. It's so boring. Water? It's so boring. Water, no, 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 a lot of water. That's water. good. That's I like it. Right. Absolutely. Dear Diary, one thing nobody knows about Meryl Streep is that she... is a really good gift giver. Really? Yes. What's the last gift she gave you? Um, she gave me... The... <laughs> 
This sounds so weird, but it was really cute. It was a little um, like pencil case, but it was shaped, it was leather and it was shaped like underwear. That's, I love it. Um, <laughs> Everyone in the audience was like, oh, <laughs> that's a great gift. Um, dear Diary, uh, the last time I had a diva moment, I. Oh my gosh. Okay, last time I had a diva moment, I said something so stupid, and my husband, who's a saint, decided to memorialize it by putting it on a pillow. And what was it? Everything's about me! Ah, <laughs> give it up for her admitting that that happened. <laughs> um, I appreciate that. Oh, it was, it was a long time ago, right. but the pillow lives on. Yes, I know. It's a, that's a good pillow. Finally, a show business veterans, Anna Hathaway and Matthew McConaughey, have had quite a few overlapping co-stars, so I hope they're ready to dish about some of the stars in their professional Venn diagram. Here's what. It's time for co-stars in your eyes. I'm going to go through some people you have both worked with, and on the count of three, you both yell out the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. okay. These are people that you both worked with. I will say the name and count to three. Okay, Kate Hudson. One, two, three. Rock and roll. Tequila and rock and roll. Okay, that's good. Okay, Matt Damon. One, two, three. Dad. Impersonator. What good impersonator? Okay, Sandra Bullock. One, two, three. Icon. Icon could run the country. Absolutely. Um, Christian Bale. One, two, three. Cool. To himself. To, keeps to himself. Um, Sarah Paulson. <gasps> one, two, three. Dynamite. Divine. Divine and dynamite. I like it. Okay, Diane Lane, who is in Serenity, which comes out tomorrow, that you're both in. Okay, one, two, three. Crush. First crush. Oh, my God! Lori wow. Darling. Oh, my God. Really? Oh, and Lonesome Dove. Amazing. Okay, Morgan Freeman. One, two, three. Cool. God. <laughs> okay, someone else who you both co-starred with in Interstellar, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. One, two, three. Aww. Oh. <laughs> um, awe and loose, that goes together too. Okay, Channing Tatum. One, two, three. Dream. He won't pick your pocket, but he knows where your wallet is. I like it. True. Thank you very much true, for playing on... I thought since you were in Magic Mike, you go like this. And I was like, oh my God, what's he about to see? Yeah, exactly. um, all right, let's go to the phones. Uh, Nathan from Ohio is on the line with a question for Ann Hathaway. What's your question, Nathan? Hi, Andy. Hi, Ann. Hi, Matthew. Hey. Hi. My question is for Ann. Yep. Ann, as somebody who has hosted the Oscars, what do you think about the decision to go hostless this year? <laughs> Well, I would like to think that I am an immediate reminder that sometimes it's better to go with no host than, oh. force, than for something that's just not working. <laughs> Don't you think people gave you too hard of a time about that? I mean... Uh, yes and no. Yes and no. I think that um, it was a really impossible situation, yes. and I think that clearly I was trying to do a good job, which didn't deserve the amount of scorn that it got, but I also don't think that I was the right person for the job. Well, I, I like it that you gave it your all. I did. Yes. I gave it, we all know I gave it everything I had. Yes, you did. Everything. Um, <laughs> Matthew, Randy S. wants to know if you really drive a Lincoln. 
Absolutely. You, by there's, the way, there, there's three in, in in both of my driveways. Right. And by the way, we did pay attention. You arrived in a Lincoln. I arrived today. in Lincoln. Yes, I will you be did. leaving in Lincoln. Yes. Um, speaking of, what are you drinking tonight? Because we're drinking the same thing. We are. Yeah. We are drinking Little Long Branch. Little Long. This is your bourbon, right? This is my bourbon that I created with Eddie Russell at Wild Turkey. So when I first became creative director at Wild Turkey, I went to Eddie Russell and I said, I've always wanted to create my own bourbon. Right. Here's what I like. We steeped it in mesquite. For two years, he sent me pints. And finally, the 88th pint. I really? Said, That's it. You could, like, tell the diff- you could tell the difference. Absolutely. Yeah. So we zeroed in, and this is my favorite bourbon on the planet right here. I like, it's, it's really nice. What do you think? I, it's really nice. I just had some. I'm yeah. just so happy yeah. that you weren't like, you know what? It was the first one. Right. When you got to the no, do you know how much fun it is? To, I mean, it's not hard work to try bourbons. Right. Yeah, that's your or, job. And you have to wait until the right time. You get them on Tuesday at 3 p.m., you're like, no, 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 Friday night. Right. O'clock. Yeah. Right. Um, Carly from Minnesota wants to know, Anne, um, did you have a favorite outfit that you wore during Devil Wears Prada? Oh, so many. So many. I lo- Gosh, I loved that green coat with the uh, the leopard collar in the in the montage, you know, kind of Andy's makeover montage. Uh-huh. And I also just loved that that what I wear, the final one in Paris, and I didn't, it was on recently, and yeah, I watched it. And so, um, and I didn't notice it until that time that the neckline of my outfit and Meryl's outfit was exactly the same. And Patricia Fields was just, she was just such a genius. It was just this, like, subtle thing that she put uh-huh. in there to show Andy was becoming. Miranda. Yes. That was really cool. Uh, let's go to Jenny from Michigan. I recently rewatched it, too, actually. Uh, Jenny, what's your question for Matthew McConaughey? Hi, Andy. How are you guys? Hi. Great. My, um, my question for Matthew is, what was your Titanic audition with Kate Winslet like? And do you think you could have done a better job than Leo? <laughs> you auditioned for Titanic? The audition went really well. Really? <laughs> enough, well enough for when I left, I was being glad-handed and slapped on the back like, you, this is what we were looking for. Mm-hmm. You got it. Enough, well enough where you get outside, mm-hmm. you call your agent and go, oh, I nailed it. Mm-hmm. We, we, th- this, this is happening. They're all happy too. And then there was a rumor, and James Cameron started this rumor somehow, that I got the role and didn't do it. This is false. <laughs> if I did get the role and didn't do it, that agent who said I wasn't doing it is in big trouble. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, no, I never got the role. Um, the audition went great. Right. I actually did think I had it. Wow. It makes me really feel... Think about what that movie would have been like with you. I, I can see it. It worked out for them. Yeah, that yeah it was okay. Uh, let's go to Alexa from New York. Hey, Alexa, what's your question? Hey, Anzi. Um, my question is for Anne. It's, um, have you heard of anything about The Princess Diaries 3 um, since the author of the book said that there's a script for the third movie? There is a script for the third movie. That was so cute. <laughs> Our audience um, is very reactive. There's uh, only 20 people, but they're very into it. <laughs> they're on time. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there is a script. I want to do it. Julie wants to do it. Deborah Martin Chase, our producer, wants to do it. We all really want it to happen. It's just we don't want to do it unless it's perfect because we love it just as much as you guys love it. It's as important to us as it is to you, and we don't want to deliver anything until it's ready, but we're working on it. Wow, very cool. All right. Let's go to uh, Amy from Ohio for Matthew McConaughey. Hi, Andy. My question is for Matthew. Um, Yep. I would like to know how much manscaping was required for Magic Mike, and did you keep it up after filming? How much manscaping? Yes. 
And the second part of my question is, did you steal any of the thongs from the set? Okay. Uh, the set, let me answer the second part first, because that's very easy. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> that was and, my rattlesnake thong. No and, one else needed to be wearing that thong. And did, that was, was there my... a lot of manscaping required? Now, the, the, please define the details of what well, manscaping is. Well, manscaping is... Oh, no, 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 yeah, oh please. What do you think manscaping is? <laughs> <laughs> It's trimming your pubic hair. Oh, okay. So one, yes. I'm Scottish Irish. Yeah. And um, I better watch what I say next. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't much to remove on the chest. Okay. Um, you seem like a full bush kind of dude. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Birthday suits God gave you. Um, yes, there was. Absolutely, there was. Yes. Yes. Now that I go back and think about it, yes. Okay. But but I did. I didn't need as much manscaping as there were some other. Men on there that were hairy all over. Right. And there were backs being shaved. I didn't yes. think any of that. Joe no, Manganiello. There were certain select spots. Right. Yeah. Well, guess what? Matthew McConaughey may have starred in the legal drama A Time to Kill, but I hope he won't want to kill me when I ask him some questions with fake legal ramifications. Matthew McConaughey, the time has come for you to plead the fifth. Yeah. Here we go. Now, here's the deal. I have three questions. Matthew may plead the fifth to only one of them, but there is a twist. If you do decide to plead the fifth, Anne Hathaway will have to answer a scandalous question of her own. Oh, yeah. She played plead the fifth Wait last time she was here. We didn't want you to feel left out. Thanks. Please. Okay, <laughs> Matthew, first question. There was a rumor that you once went out with Janet Jackson. Can you confirm or deny? And how would you describe your relationship with me? <laughs> That's a good answer. That's not the fifth. You got the answer from that, didn't you? I did. I. Oh, you're, the answer is it didn't happen. We went and had dinner. One you night. had dinner. Yeah. And that was it. That was sort of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I've never gone out with Janet Jackson. I'll just answer that one. Rate these rom-coms from best to worst. Yeah. The Wedding Planner, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, Failure to Launch. Ooh. All right, so How to Lose a Guy, and you mentioned it earlier, saying how much it's on. That film has been my greatest mailbox money of any film. <laughs> yes. It is always on, and there's always this great little check that shows up in the mail. Like, yes. From How to Lose a Guy in 10 okay. Days, I did that however many years ago. Let's go uh, How to Lose a Guy, um, then let's go uh, Ferry to Launch the Winning Plan. All right, thank you very much. Okay, Matthew, what was your first reaction when you heard about your friend Lance Armstrong's doping scandal, and what is your relationship like with him today? And because we all want to hear Ms. Hathaway answer a tough question, and this is my last one, I plead. He pleads the, the fifth. fifth. All right. Anne Hathaway, mm. one of your next projects is a film called The Lifeboat. If you only had one spot in a lifeboat, do you save Meryl Streep or Julie Andrews? <laughs> Aren't you glad I pleaded five Yes. What happens if I send it back to Matthew? Does well, he have another? There's no, it's not, I got nothing. All right, else. all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm going to make the choice that I think the person who gets booted off the lifeboat would make. Meryl Streep is a very strong swimmer. I'm gonna keep Julie Andrews on the boat. You're so smart. Thank you very much, <laughs> Anne Hathaway. Psychological thriller, mm. I love it. And how do you describe your relationship in the film? Painful. 
Yeah. Tortured. Tortured. Yeah, how do you describe it without giving too much away? She, look, I, um, I'm a guy with a very clear obsession uh, at the beginning of the film, and my whole world is turned upside down, and I have to question my own reality or the world I live in. Reality. When she shows up, almost like a ghost, back into my life, and you find out that we have a past, um, and things are not as they seem. And he's the man that I fell in love with when I was younger and couldn't have. Wow. Uh, I'm in, and it comes. the movie comes out tomorrow, and it's Serenity. Uh, Anne, Jan S. wants to know if you can give us any hits about the upcoming Sesame Street musical you're rumored to be a part of. I can't say a word. Oh, my God. I'm That's sorry. enough for me. All I'll say is... <laughs> Sam K. emailed and wants to know if you're a little salty that J-Lo said that her best on-screen kiss was Milo Ventimiglia and not you. Never heard that, gentlemen. <laughs> it's time for my mazel of the day. I thought I would let my guests do the honors. Matthew, I understand you have a mazel of the day for us. A mazel of the day, meaning yes. what are we? What am I digging? What am I yes. turning on by? Yeah, what do we exactly. like of the day? Oh, man, I'm always praying for... Oh, can... Uh, isn't it nice when we look as good as we feel and we feel as good as we look? Isn't it nice where what we want is actually what we need and what we need is actually where we want for that sweet spot? Mazel to you. Preach wow. it! Preach! Reverend McConaughey, Preach. ladies and gentlemen. Reverend McConaughey. What's your jackal? I know, you have to follow <laughs> Wait, that. First of all, I following this, that, that's yeah, I know, one. that is so annoying. That's one. It's true. Um, mine is people who live in Los Angeles who fall apart when it rains. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You guys, just figure it out. Yes. I'm with you. That was equally <laughs> as poetic for me. I want to thank Ann, Matthew, and Graham for being here. They are the stars of Serenity. It is Ann Hathaway and Matthew McConaughey. The conversation continues. Behind the bar, it's Graham Bunn. He was the host of Real Country on USA. You can find him all over the radio, too. Um, Matthew, Morgan D. emailed and wants to know the most surprising thing you learned about the LGBT community while filming Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, good question. What's the most surprising thing? Or I guess maybe even just what did you take away from yeah. that experience? Because Yeah, it wasn't like anything that I remember learning that was surprising. Right. Um... You know, it, the, the story was about getting, getting certain rights that people needed. It was about survival. Um, it was about a system that didn't, that, 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 that still held a lot of people that had that disease sort of really off to the fringes. Yeah. And it were people like Woodruff that were able to, cross, um, to push some things across. He didn't, he didn't push anything across the proverbial goal line, but he got thing, he got the subject matter in a, in, in a, in a, uh, Forum where it was not so taboo and off to the to the uh, to the outskirts anymore, and uh, people like him helped things level out to be a level playing field, a more level playing field uh, that it that it became. Um, and you were wonderful in the movie. In the movie I mean, it's it's so good. Alana App wants to know, Anne, what is the most intimidating thing you've ever done? You've uh, done a lot. You've, you've sung at the Oscars. You've yeah. hosted the Oscars. I mean, you've... The most uh, what? Intimidating, intimidating thing. The thing that you were most scared about, maybe. Oh, I gave birth without medication. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Um, would you do that again? I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. And you would do it without medication? I would. I would. It's, it's going to be a little harder 
because yeah. uh, knowing what I'm in for. But yes. um, but I just I did my research beforehand. I read every uh, single writer, thinker, midwife. <laughs> you're shocked. Yeah. You're just like, oh god, yeah. you're so happy you don't have to yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, and I I just kind of I did it, and I just thought here's a life experience. I believe I'm strong enough to do it in my body. I believe I'm strong enough up here to do it. And now, and you know what? I'm not going to say that. That's sorry, everybody. Sorry to other mothers. That's bullshit. It's not about strength up here, and it's not about strength in your body. However you get that kid out of your body is yeah. right for you, and yes. that's a legit birth. There you go. And it's not, there's no hierarchy. I'm sorry yeah. about that, and that was right. my mistake. Um, it's just an experience that I personally wanted to have. It was a curiosity that yeah. I had, and it was the right choice for me. That's great. And if I'd had a C-section, that would have been the right choice for me, and if I'd had an epidural, that would have been the right choice yeah. for me. It's all good. Let's go to Cindy from Florida on the phone. Hey, Cindy, what's your question? Hello, Anne and Andy, and hello, Mr. Matthew McConaughey. Hey, hey. <laughs> oh, uh, my question is for Anne. <laughs> oh. Are you sure? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what was the most barbarous thing Barbara Streisand said or did while you collaborated with her on her Encore album? And did she invite you to see her underground shopping mall? Did you see them all? I did not see them all. We did not record at Barbara's house. Okay. What was the most Barbara thing Barbara did? Did she have a great manicure? She had a great manicure. Her Were the hair clone was dogs perfect. there? Um, no dogs there. Okay, so not from the time that I sang with her on this one, but I do have another Barbara's Dries in story that is the most Barbara thing ever. I'm, so I'm, I'm all ears. I got to perform at uh, Stephen Sondheim's, I think it was his 75th birthday okay. um, at the Hollywood Bowl. Um, you know, it was very much, it was at the beginning of my career, I was just a little actress, I begged to be a part of it, so I got to sing one part, and I was just, like, performing with all my musical theater icons and, and heroes, and Barbara, the question was, is Barbara gonna sing, is she gonna, you know, but we knew she was gonna speak, what's gonna happen? So Barbara arrives, when Barbara arrives, she arrives. So she's got security and assistance and maybe maybe a child, I'm not sure, but then, then her and then behind her was someone holding her dog who wasn't walking and then two more security yes. and then some other, and then like hair and makeup and it was just this amazing, it wasn't even an entourage, it was like the royal court moving. The only problem was they had called her for her cue too early so she walked past all of us and then had to turn around and walk past us again. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. I like it. Let's go to Amy from Louisiana. Hey Amy, what's your question? Hey Andy, my question is for Matt. Matt, I think you're absolutely precious, by the way. My question is, do you think you are ever going to get a proper Dazed and Confused sequel? Do I think I'll ever get a proper Dazed and Confused sequel? Look, Richard Linklater, who wrote and directed Dazed and Confused, and I have talked about what would be the follow-up to Dazed. He's talked to me about it. He's talked to other actors and actresses that were in that movie, basically interviewing all of us, like, what do you think you'd be doing? Well, what would Wooderson be doing? Um, he's obviously gone on and made some sort of sister films to that, but not a, uh, not a big brother follow-up directly to it. I don't know. It, it, uh, you know. it could be done so easily at the same time. There's something so pristine about that, that, that film and the world it lives in. Um, but... You're not the only one interested in it, I'll tell you that. I bet. There is something great about just leaving it as, as it is. Yeah, it's, it's all I mean, great, but you also, if we could go back and it's far enough in the background where you could do it where yeah. it wouldn't really be bound to comparisons. Right. But, um, right. you know, until until that 
happens or doesn't happen. He's also so brilliant about, I mean, boyhood, it just changed yeah. everything. I mean, so then when you think about the idea of taking these people and it's 25 years later or however many years later, I mean, that I'm all over the map about how I feel about this. Let's go to <laughs> Shelly from Missouri. Hey, Shelly. Hi, Andy Cohen. Um, on behalf of the Show Me State, I just want to say congratulations and many, many, many blessings on your upcoming adventures. We are so proud of you. You are a gem of Missouri. I got to tell you. Thank you. My question. Oh, you're so wonderful. Oh, oh, you are. We love you. Now, we're cold. It's a lot of snow here. Anyway, how awesome. How awesome for you. I'm so excited for you. My question is for Miss Hathaway. Miss Ann? Oh, my gosh. Are you just not awesome? My question for you, dear, is what is the status of the Judy Garland movie that you are to be starring in? Inquiring minds want to know. You're just the most adorable voice I've ever heard. Um, So uh, my mom loves uh, sailing. And there's an expression in sailing when uh, you're kind of stuck out there and there's no wind in your sail, and it's called being in irons. Uh-huh. That's where the Judy Garland project is. Wow. It's in irons. The momentum's kind of... Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the good news is is that she had a long life, and I was always going to focus on the part of her life uh, centered around the Carnegie Hall show. So yes. it's not something where we're running out of time or no. anything like that. So it could it could still very much happen, but, um, but right now there's not a ton of momentum in it. Boy, I'm looking at your face. And I'm really actually kind of seeing it. Oh. I saw it yeah. too. Yeah, which yeah. Is, you brought it up. Yeah, Thanks. it's wild. It would, it's, it's, it would be very nice if it worked out. It's something that you know, me and a lot of other people have put a lot of time and thought into. But these things happen as they do. Right. And it's right. Kind of, you know, and I mean, look at Glenn Close and, and the wife. I mean, right. we've got 14 years to get made. So, yeah. you know, it's the journey's good too. Last call of the night. It is Debbie from Indiana. Debbie, what's your question for Matthew McConaughey? Hello to everybody. My question's for Matthew. Uh, okay. What was your honest opinion of season two of True Detective? Season two? Yeah. Um, did you I watch? enjoyed season two. You did? I enjoyed season one more. I did. <laughs> I did. Um, I thought, you know, Nick, the creator, got the second season was still had a lot of brilliance, but... My my, in looking back at it, I was sort of missing. Um, you know, Marty Hart in season one, played by Woody Harrelson, as odd as he was, and as specific as he was, he was still sort of the realistic sounding board mm. for Rustin Cole's insanity or the world. He would be like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. And I thought I, I kind of missed that in season two. That I never, I didn't see anybody. There was not a sounding board for for someone to sit there and look at everyone else and go. Is anyone else watching there? What are you talking about? That, sort of just that bounce um, that, that grounded it. Um, I like season one more because it felt more personal to me. Um, and yes, I did happen to be in it. Um, but I, I, I love season see, Season one of True Detective is my favorite series of TV I've ever seen. And I can say that with the fact that I'm in it. I just thoroughly enjoyed it and could not wait to sit down every Sunday night and watch that. Um, it's really the first sort of water cooler series that I absolutely enjoyed. And yes, I happened to be in it, but I just loved the story and loved the writing, loved everybody in it and couldn't wait to see every single episode. How great to be able to say that about something that you that you made and you actually yeah. sat and watched it. Oh, every episode, yeah. like everyone else. I had, they sent, I, you know, I made it. 
So I, you'd think I knew what was going to happen next, but I didn't remember where the series ended and where the episodes ended. And then they sent them on. I said, no, you know what? I want to go with my wife each Sunday night, and that'd be our schedule, that we sit down and watch it. And then Monday, I was talking about it like anybody else who was a fan. <laughs> and Tuesday, I was like, you see that's that? great. Check the last night. That's so cool. I had a wonderful experience watching that. That's cool. Well, it's so fun seeing you two together, and I'm excited about the movie. The movie, uh, guess what, you guys? You can probably hit a midnight showing uh, right now. Go, you, you can make it if you're in New York City. Uh, thank you. The movie is Serenity. Anne Hathaway, Matthew McConaughey, Graham Hunt. For more, click around BravoTV.com. Good night, everybody. Thanks, Graham. Thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, new episodes go live Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure you're subscribed. Have a great rest of your night.